Hi, I'm Kyle McLean X, and this is Wrecked. Hello and welcome to Wrecked Podcast. I am your fearless host, Chamber. I am unfortunately without Mr. Bunchu Betts. He is uh, in the midst of... Actually, he is currently married. He is on his honeymoon. Uh, he was married over uh, over the weekend. I think he got married on Friday the 13th. Uh, so best of luck to him. Uh, but he is enjoying his honeymoon now. In uh, he sh- shot me a quick video of uh, of the hotel room. Uh, it looked pretty good, so he'll be enjoying himself for the next week. I uh, did have the opportunity to bring Mr. Kyle McLean on the show today. Uh, we are going to have some fun. Um, we all know Bunchu is not a uh, a shit coiner like I am, so I uh, found one of my favorite uh, fellow shit coiners, Kyle McLean. Kyle, how are you today? I'm doing great, Chamber. Thanks for having me on. I am very excited. As soon as Bunchu said he was going to be off this week, I, I think we we reached out right away. I said, "Hey, we got to get you on. We got to talk some altcoins." I've been bearish on altcoins myself. I've been, I feel like that maximalism, you know, virus uh, spreading in me. I don't feel like buying bags anymore. I need you. I need you here to, you know, pump me up and and get me back on the wagon. You know what I mean? I'll do my best. Is it on the wagon or off the wagon? I, 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 is it on the wagon or off the wagon? I forget. But I need, I need I, more altcoins in my life. Is yeah, that's where they carry. That's where they kept the booze. Was on the wagon. So don't, isn't that where you want to be? Yeah, I think it's your on the wagon <laughs> is a good thing. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I guess we'll start off the way we uh, the way we typically do. Um, you know, we like to hear the origin stories. Uh, you know, myself and bunch, we uh, we got wrecked. In 2017, we like to hear from other people that have gotten wrecked around the same time, or if not before, it gives us a little bit of hope for the future. Uh, are, where do you fall in that timeline? Uh, well, I've uh, I kind of got in just towards the end of the last bull run, so I think our timeline, uh, yours and mine, are pretty close. Oh, that's good. And yeah. So I was. I mean, not for either of us, but it's <laughs> good that I have a fellow compatriot, I guess. Yeah, that's right. No, I. Um... I got in uh, just when things were booming and uh, basically watched all of my bags lose uh, a lot of value slowly but surely. Now, were you like me? Like I I listen to a lot of podcasts, but when it came to crypto early on, I would watch a lot of YouTube clips. Were you are you the same way? How did you get your info on alts? I was the exact same way. You know, I've never been a big social media person. I had never stepped foot on Twitter or anything like that. So when I decided it was time to pull the trigger and get into this thing, um, I locked myself in a room, literally, and spent an entire weekend mostly on YouTube. And that's kind of a different place than crypto Twitter. Uh, you know, people, <laughs> are, people are quite excited about their bags and lots of... Uh, you you said that right. I think uh, I think there was more bag shilling happening on YouTube than anywhere else. And I think at the time, you don't necessarily, you know, appreciate that. So I know I, I know I'm guilty of buying YouTuber bags. Um, yeah. how, how how are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I well that when I first got in, I was you know buying. Everybody was shilling the things they had bought at the top just a few months before that, mm-hmm. and so you know it was a lot of like. Uh, this is why Stellar, I was pretty excited about things like Stellar and EOS when I first got in. Yeah. And I, what I would do is I would try to do a little bit of research on them and then go and see what people said, uh, how high they could go. <laughs> <laughs> so if I saw a video that said, you know, Stellar Lumen's going to recover to $20, I was watching that. A hundred percent. A little bit of hopium, right? Is that what all, they say? All hopium, yeah. I was a hopium addict. I still uh, am a little bit, but... Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. I like a nice a nice dopamine rush of hopium, so... Yeah. Um, I remember, like, Pivx being uh, a big YouTube shill. I'm trying to think yeah. of some of the other ones. Um, and again, nothing necessarily wrong with it. It just I just remember a lot of YouTubers, you know, talking about it. Pivx was a big one. Iota, Iota, uh, yeah. You know, I'm trying to think of some other ones. 
Um, now, I mean, you're almost like these days, I mean, you could even be shilling Ethereum and people are calling you, you know, sh uh, like a shitcoin maximalist at this point. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. But, you know, that being said, I think Ethereum, just looking at the charts today, uh, you know, it's doing something. It's, yeah. it's doing something. Uh, we're back over, uh, you know, the 19 or I guess, yeah, the 19,000 sat range. Uh, almost nineteen five, it hit today. So yeah, yeah, it's yeah, not wow. bad. No, it's I mean, not you, bad. You could have picked up a bag at like just over sixteen thousand. So yeah, and you know, Ethereum is a strange one. I, all the uh, all the OGs say Ethereum is uh, the first to move whenever we get uh, an alt right. season. Yeah, the first to move, and you know, it's. I think I was telling you last week that I have, I have a bit of bearish sentiment towards Ethereum. But uh, that doesn't mean that people are going to pay attention to it and that it's not going to just fly once we get going. Uh, because people that are coming in, I don't think they're going to know things about scaling issues or, or care about them. And they'll just look down the list kind of like I did and went, wow, Ethereum's oh, number two. That's right. only 200 bucks. Let's get a bag of that. Well, also, I mean, again, this is very, very similar. Uh, again, when I got in, it was like, you know, there was Bitcoin. But the second biggest market cap at the time was Ethereum. So as as a new person, and again, for another huge bull run, we're going to need a huge influx of new people. And yep. those, again, those people are going to look at Bitcoin and say, okay, I'm I, this is a risky, you know, quote unquote investment. All yeah. right. So the next one, again, more risk, more reward. So the next step down is Ethereum, a little bit more risk, maybe a bit more reward, right? Yeah. And then I think, you know, you look at apps like Coinbase and kind of those easy to like those easy onboarding apps, uh, whether that's cash. I know they have cash app in the US. Both yeah. you and I are from Canada, so we don't have that here. That's um, right. But I, I think I think those lower uh, those lower sat or those lower dollar uh, coins like your, you know, your light coins, your, st you mentioned stellar, yeah. um, you know what I mean? I think to get a big bag as opposed to getting a fraction of a Bitcoin or even a fraction of an, of an Ethereum, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think those ones where you can pick up, you know, a hundred for a hundred bucks yep. or, you know, a thousand for a hundred bucks sort of thing. Or like a hundred thousand uh, for $2, you know? <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> I think, you know, I think we'll see a lot of that again. So yeah. I'm, I'm, I was getting more and more bearish on Ethereum as the weeks and, and few, last few months have gone by. Just from the sentiment on Twitter, I, I get affected by Twitter sentiment. So Sure, yeah. Um, you know, it's like, oh, geez, all these people are saying this? I, I've, I, I've, I've been hoarding essentially, you know, Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Monero uh, right. for like the last, I don't know, six to 12 months. Yeah. And that was kind of been my plan. And I was just like, oh shit, you know, Ethereum's just going, just going down and down and <laughs> down versus, you know, versus BTC. And it's like, oh man, maybe I did, did I make the wrong move? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, it is what it is. You t you've taken a, a, a different route. Like you, what's, yeah. we were chatting about this the other day. What, what route do you take to make your, you know, we're all in here to at least make a little bit of a, a fortune if we can. We feel that we're, early adopters and and you know get get the benefit of that early adoption by hopefully you know having a retirement uh, fund mm -hmm. set in place or yep. uh or something along those lines so so how what's your how, how do you how, how do you what's your roadmap to getting there essentially well um so when i first got in i made a lot of mistakes about um what i was attracted to and i had to kind of figure out um what things were just uh, you know, two guys in a garage, nothing wrong with that. That's how Google got started. Right. But, but two guys working on a coin that's a fork of something. I was a sucker for that when I first got in because I would think, wow, this is going to be hot. Uh, you know, this sounds so great. And then I would just keep getting wrecked on them. And uh, when things, I mean, we're in like year two of the bear market. and <laughs> We sure are. <laughs> we've seen things like things that have uh, great partnerships and they aren't moving. Uh, like, you know, IOTA's partnered with um, some major car companies and things like that. Yeah, they've been and, partnering with, uh, what, I want to say BMW or Volkswagen for like the last five years, right? Right, I think, yeah, <laughs> things like that. And like, they haven't budged at all. They've just uh, lost ground against BTC. So what I, what I did was, um, I've been in for about two years. It was only in the last year or so that I really decided to switch my focus to FA. And if people don't know what that is, there's... Uh, 
there's TA, technical analysis, and then there's FA, which is fundamental analysis, and uh, TA is charting and things like that. And I think TA is great. I'm not a charter. Um, I don't really know how to read charts that well. But and I think TA is really good. Someone once said it was like somebody, we're all in the dark, and uh, the TA guys have a flashlight, and they're really good at telling you what's going to happen two or three feet in front of you. But right. they can't really tell in the long term. So I decided that we're in this bear market. I'm just going to focus on uh, ones that are very have very strong fundamentals and might be attractive to new money coming in or ones that I could buy a bag of for relatively cheap and then hang on to them for the long term. So I'm, I'm not a trader. I'm really good at buying a bag and sitting on it. Um, well, that's something else I learned too when I first got in was, uh, so I bought most of my stuff in January and February of 2018. And, uh, yeah. I hear you. Yeah, I like, laugh, but I just yeah. laugh because yeah. I also feel the pain. <laughs> yeah. I had uh, dabbled a little bit and then I went, that's it. I think, uh, I think I cashed out some, some RRSPs, which is like 401k for Americans. Yeah. And I went, that's it. I got my stuff. This is great. Um, you know, such and such used to be $4. Now it's $1. This is amazing. And then, you know, over the next year, it went down another 90%. Um, so yeah, I decided to focus on ones that I'd be comfortable with hanging on to and not being a bag holder, but um, ones that have the best the best use cases and the best partnerships and the best team. That's one thing I really look for is to have some adults running it. Um, there's different alts out there right now. When, when I hear a, a name like Peter Thiel, um, who's in this one called uh, Reserve Protocol, I find it really, that's really attractive to me because Peter Thiel is one of the guys that started PayPal with Elon Musk. And he's got, you know, connections all over Silicon Valley. He uh, works a little bit with, with the White House as an advisor. So when you get someone like that on board and they attract other talent, that altcoin might have a better chance than just a couple guys who are trying to bang it out. Right. You know, so I, I look for things like team members, um, who's got main nets coming up and what their tech is. Um, I, I work in tech right now, so I, I'm not the techiest guy and I don't know how to program uh, blockchain stuff, but I'm familiar with it. I used to work um, with enterprise software companies and so like large scale things like supply chain. I'm really interested in that and I think that ones like even like iota which i'm not into ones like that and v chain i think if there's going to be some that survive that they would have the best chance of, of doing that now um when you're doing your researches on teams and stuff like that do you have go-to sites that you utilize whether um you know i think there's like ico drops or um, i know there's a couple of sites that kind of dig deeper into the coin and token do, do you have any that you would recommend not really, no. I what the first thing I do. A lot of people I know don't even read the white paper, so I start there. And uh, could you clarify what a white paper is for anybody <laughs> listening? <laughs> I well, you know, I don't often read the whole white paper, but I'll sure. at least look at it, and uh, and then I go on a lot of the teams. Like if they if they do have a good uh, team. Um, team members, they will advertise it themselves and they'll make it clear like who their investors are, who their, right. who their advisors are. And, uh, and, and none of this, like if they do have a good team, it doesn't mean they're going to make it. And I also learned that people can have quote unquote advisors um, and it doesn't really mean the coin's going to do anything. Like, for example, I was in this one called Encash last year. Oh, yeah. yeah. I remember Encash. I remember oh. Encash. I, I never so had a excited. bag, though. I never had a bag. Oh, I was so excited. Like the, the roadmap looked killer. They had Tim Draper as one of the huge early investors and an advisor. And every just, time I hear the name Tim Draper, I think of Don Draper from Mad Men, and I get very confused. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm like Tim Draper. Yeah. <laughs> what is this? 1965? <laughs> yeah, he's got a, he's got a tumbler full of scotch, you know. He's yeah, like, exactly. This guy knows how to do business. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he might make a couple of sexual advancements, but he knows how to get things done. Oh, that Don Draper's on board. Look at that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that that didn't do anything. So it doesn't mean that they are going to work, but uh, usually, it, in my opinion, has a, a better chance that they might. Yeah, no, I, that, I mean, now, so where are you getting, like, like obviously you come across these, these different coins and stuff like that with, uh, you know, these new teams and new white papers. Where are you 
picking up the news that there's a new you know coin that's that's going to be released or um, like, wh- where are you getting that stuff from well i'm basically obsessed with it it's it's kind of all i do mm-hmm. is uh, i even do it at work you know i have like uh, three monitors and i'll i'll keep uh one minimized with like twitter and my research on it and just kind of check it throughout the day and then when i get home at night it's all i do so um, I'm just researching all, uh, finding stuff wherever I can. And I have a pretty good group of guys I'm in a chat with on Twitter that uh, we're always bouncing things off each other. Oh, good. There's, yeah, there's probably like 12 of us that all kind of like the same thing. So nice. it's not that I'm just miraculously finding all these. Somebody will say like, hey, have you heard of uh, Everybody kind of chips in there Yeah, what they're then, finding. Yeah, so that's a good initial one. Somebody will say, oh, that's a definite shitcoin. Or, yeah, I heard of Phantom. Did you know they developed this new such right. and such for smart cities and they signed with uh, Dubai or something? And so so it's, that's kind of a group effort there. And um, if I do like one, then I'll do more research on it. Oh, that's good. Now, I see a lot of your tweets, uh, obviously. And I do notice we have some similar stuff in our in our bag of uh, our bag of treats um <laughs> and that usually that usually makes me feel a little bit better uh if i see that you're also you know what i mean yeah. you seem to be a smart fellow oh, um thanks. so you know it's that it's that uh sense of okay i think i might be you know if kyle's also looking into this one maybe maybe i'm not 100 percent wrong well, i do uh, that too i do that too with people that have you know they're bigger personas than me if i see that you know they ha- they're into one too it's a good feeling you know like oh wow yeah those, exactly those <laughs> so we i, I can't all be I, wrong you know we exactly you can't be wrong a hundred percent of the time um trust me it's it's pretty close for me uh, <laughs> but occasionally you will have a quant and it'll it'll do well uh, yeah oh you, you were know? in quant were you oh we got into quant early um, oh nice i think it was like at the time, I think we scraped at like, uh, I think it was, I think it was like four times below ICO. Oh, beauty! Yeah, that's... like it was ridiculously cheap, and yeah. then it was just like nothing. I think we thirty five xed it or something silly. Wow! Yeah, everybody's all excited about Link, but uh, Quant. I mean, wow! Their partnerships and what they're working on is just stunning. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we we sold a. I think we sold all of our bag of that not that long ago, maybe three, four weeks ago. Yeah, um, I had to I had to sell a big chunk of mine too to finance some other some other coins. Well, we wanted to spread the love. We wanted to find the next quant, right? And, yeah. and have some in Bitcoin, right? You know, yeah. you want to you want to even out your bags a little bit. Hey, you know what's good about quant is that their supply uh, is only nine million, and I think Link is something like two hundred million. So there's only nine million quants out. Well, that's, that's crazy. Yeah, that's circulating supply. And oh, that's something else that I, I was going to tell you that when I first got in, I didn't know what I was doing looking at things like supply. Of course. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I had no. I mean, it it took me six months to figure out that like, hey, if something has. Um, you know, 400 billion tokens, it's not going to a dollar. And I was convinced that, hey, maybe it will. And uh, so just things like that, I've really honed my my um, my numbers and I have a, right. kind of like a little algorithm I like to work on. But stuff like that, for anybody coming in, like you really got to learn basic stuff, like what's active supply, what's circulating supply, what's happened historically. Like, yeah, a lot of coins that are over a dollar, they have supplies less than, say, 500 million. And uh, something like BTT it, with, uh, you know, whatever it is, 100 billion, it's not a good chance of going that high. Right. Now, we were talking, uh, Bunch and I were talking the other day, and we've brought this up a couple of times now in the last, you know, couple of months, I would say, is the thought when it comes to altcoins specifically, is that it, these ones that have gone through their market cycle and are, are kind of like bottomed out for the most part, you know, mm-hmm. like we were mentioning earlier, your Stellars, your Moneros, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, and even stuff that was hot, you know, back in 20, you know, 2017, 2018, uh, that have, that's kind of pumped and, and, and kind of got back down. Verge, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Tron. Yeah. Uh, we were we were throwing around the ideas. Is it better? Is it a better idea to buy something new that hasn't had a cycle yet? Yeah. Or is it better to buy the very dirt, you know, bottoms of these, you know, these these ones that have had their their cycles already? What's what are your thoughts there? 
Well, that's a good question. I think that for maybe a, a small handful of ones, uh, it would be good to buy them. But in the most part, um, absolutely not. I I don't think um, ones like Verge, for example, um, right. People that have held on to it, there's going to be a lot of bag holders on the way up. That's the problem. Yeah. And even something that I think is pretty good fundamentally, I don't have any, but something like an icon. Um, sure. People that do have that, yeah, it's going to do well. Um, but every step up, people are going to just sell it. And that's really hard to to uh, to get past all the bag holders. So I think that... Now, do you think we'll run into the same situation? Because I thought that too, but I also think... Um, when my bags do pump, like for example, um, we'll talk about it a little bit later, but I know you're a big fan of, uh, one ledger OLT. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I bought a bag of one ledger. Uh, I'll tell you exactly when I bought it. I bought it on September 20, almost a year, almost a year ago. Wow. That's impressive, man. All right. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I bought it almost a year ago. That's great. I'll tell you, um, not that great. Uh, <laughs> I bought it at uh, 116 sats. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. I, I, almost a year ago. Okay. Uh, at the time, I think that, call me crazy, but I think that may have been around ICO price. Okay. Um, I might be wrong there, but I feel like that's usually when I buy things, when they get close to ICO. Yeah. Um. And then, so it went down to, I want to say as low as 40 sats. Does that sound about right to you? That sounds about right, yeah. Yeah, so my bag wasn't looking too healthy. Okay. But then, not that long ago, I'm going to say maybe a week or two ago, I think it climbed all the way back up to like 150, you know, 150 sats. Yeah, it's back up today too. Right. And then, it, yeah, you're right. It crept up over 100 again. Yeah. So it got to a hot, it touched 160 twice. Huh. I did not sell the bag, and I've been holding on for dear life for over for almost a year. Yeah. So what happens is, at least for me, and I wonder if this is going to be the case for other people, is you see that pumping, and you're like, uh-uh, I know what's going to happen next. It's a face melter time, Maybe. and they don't sell. So I am be. no different than I am almost a year ago, and you know we had a we I, I would say a pretty big pump uh, uh, a couple of weeks ago. It so, was very big, yeah, and I think it's going to continue. For that one in particular, and right. I'll, I'll get back to answering your uh, new versus old question. But there, so OLT uh, One Ledger, they're on KuCoin, and I'm sure you're aware that with uh, the U.S. being right punted out of Binance, there is an alt season happening. Oh, I hesitate to say that, but there's there's a, at least a dozen alts on KuCoin that have just gone bananas, and OLT is one of them. Mm -hmm. So, but now for new versus old, uh, I really think that the new ones you have a better chance of making more money with that I agree. Uh, because price discovery, I mean, something like OLT, you can get a, you know, a hundred thousand that should or could go to, you know, I think the supply is around 150,000 off the top of my head, or it's in the hundreds of thousands of millions. So um, that's got a good chance of going pretty far. People will get excited about it. At least that's my thought. And um, I mean, would you rather have, a bag with a you know smaller amount of icon or something like OLT that people are seem to be excited about and it would I agree. Be, it'd be the first time like there would be literally price discovery uh, all time highs after all time highs. I'm with you. I'm excited now. See, this is why I'm not going to sell my bag. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll just go ahead. I was going to say you. I complimented you, but it, it's true. Like you, you did good for. For uh, people are talking about OLT all over the place now, but you had that discernment to uh, to get a bag a long time ago. And even though you're underwater, it's it's gonna something like that will recover, I think. Yeah, I was pretty happy with the bag at the time, and then obviously, you know, everything went to shit. Uh -huh. uh, <laughs> so it's kind of kind of difficult to recoup that. But I yeah. was a big fan, and a lot of smarter people than that myself were big fans of it at the time. I remember when I got the bag. So that's one that I was kind of just like, okay, it hadn't had a market cycle yet. Yeah. And it was just kind of getting worse. And I was just like, okay, well, yeah, let's see where this goes. When um, was, was that like back in, was it October last year or November where alts were, they were doing bad all year and then they just fell off a cliff one day. 
Jeez. Um, like everything went down another yeah, 50%. That, I feel like that was all of 2019. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's every Tuesday. Right? Jeez. Um, yeah, I think you're probably right. Uh, that ended like late late in the year. Yeah. Um, yeah, there was there was definitely... I think people were calling the bottoms of a lot of stuff, and then there was another 80% drawback after that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it was, pretty, it was pretty aggressive. Just in time uh, for Christmas. Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, and Chinese New Year. Is that still a thing? Are we still trading oh, on based on Chinese New Year? Oh, man. There's so many of those, eh? <laughs> right? <Yeah. laughs> well, like... people are off this week, so we're going to see a, you know, a drop in the market. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I remember that was shortly after we got in. Um, I remember them, you know, blaming the pullback on on Chinese New Year, or I think it was. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Yeah. Oh, um, I remember that. I was I was in utter disbelief when I first got in. I, I figured maybe two or three months I'd be making money. Right. You know, and then it just was like, wow, here this we is are, crazy, wow. <laughs> and I know a lot of people that got in around that quit. I don't blame them. And uh, you know, here we are, two years later. Right. Like I, I'm trying to think like. You, do you know a lot of people that that you know rage quit, so to speak? I do. I do know some. Yeah, that uh, they just disappeared, and yeah, they uh, were banging it out for a while. And uh, I know one guy, a friend of mine. He had, like, I think, like fifteen thousand followers. He just just left one day. I've never seen him since. So really, yeah. I yeah. wonder if he had some of his Twitter followers. I feel like <laughs> I produce gold for these people, and they they just. Poo-poo me. You do. Uh, you you uh, and Bunchu <laughs> are just gold producers. That's right. Uh, <laughs> Alchemists. I was just about to pull that word. I was just thinking about it. Alchemist <laughs> is the right word. Uh, that's funny. Um, so, all right. We should probably get in. You must have. I, I've been complaining about my wreckness. Um, do you have any crypto wreck stories you could share with us? I, I certainly do. Now, aside from just like the general fact that I got in basically at, at or around the top and watched it all go down, um, you know, the fact that I was, um, I was, this concept of hodling was very attractive to me and just, you know, hang on to it. Everything's going to be fine. It took me right. six months to figure out that, hey, you don't need to hang on to this. Uh, do you remember that meme with like a dog in a house on fire? Of course. Yeah, the cartoon. Everything's fine. Yeah, everything's fine. Exactly. Yeah, that's that people would put hodl, you know, am I doing right. it right? That kind of thing. But more specifically, I was on a bunch of exchanges in 2018 that went belly up. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't lose too much money, uh, if any, really. But uh, just the fact that I was on all these shiteous exchanges. So and, I, I was the same way. I, I want to know some of these exchanges. Okay, uh, yeah. I feel like we probably were on a lot of similar ones. Yeah, well, one that I... That did not go uh, belly up, but if you look at my my Twitter feed from two years ago, I was shilling the most ridiculous crap. Uh, a lot of it was on Trade Ogre. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, now Mer- Trade Ogre is that a Monero based platform, or that's how it started, or something? Does that sound e- about right? Yeah, they're all forks of, I believe, Monero, or a lot oh. of them are, and they use right. um, they use this thing called Crypto Night, or they used to, and it's easy to fork things. And like, there's one called Wow Nero. Uh, with a pink and yellow logo that's amazing yeah but so so uh, that was one that i since do not go on anything on there but the ones that went literally belly up was of course uh cryptopia mm-hmm. i was that a big was, fan of I was, that was my first uh i think after you know coinbase and stuff like that i think cryptopia was my first exchange yeah it wasn't a bad exchange really just that uh you know they they went away, and I don't believe they returned people's money. They did not. No, they did not. I no. had some. I had a few shekels on there. Nothing crazy, but <laughs> yeah, you know, I would prefer to have it. it sure, it, yeah. It, yeah. All being equal. <laughs> yeah. Who wouldn't? There was one called Crypto Hub uh, or C Hub for short, as the cool kids called it. Uh, Chub, you mean? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think I've ever used that one. Don't yeah, well, it's not around anymore. No. Uh, that one uh, was one called Maple. I remember Maple. The shame of Canada. Oh, wow. Uh, I think Maple is thanking their lucky stars that um, uh, Quadriga came around because that became the very big shame of Canada. Yes. Well, yeah. The Quadriga, I was involved with, well, not involved with, but I I used Quadriga exclusively as my on-ramp for for months when I first got in. I luckily didn't have anything on the exchange, but what a crazy story. This guy 
fills out, he writes his own will, and mm-hmm. then a week later he goes to India and right. shit, shits himself to death or Correct. something. And no, he had he had um, Crohn's disease, and I know uh, speaking as somebody that knows a lot of people, you know, not a lot of people, a few people with Crohn's disease. India is probably the not you know not the best place to go, um, especially if you're not uh, you know genetically inclined to to be in that temperature or that climate yes. and eating that food because that is that is tough for the strongest of stomachs. Yeah, well, you're exactly right. Uh, it's not a place you think of to go if you had that ailment. But it's also I didn't know this, but the town that he went to mm-hmm. is notorious for being an area that if you want to fake your own death, yes. These guys have a that. whole cottage industry right? where you can do it. <laughs> a lot of fake death, death certificates flying around there. Yeah. Interesting. So, so I didn't lose any on that. I did lose money on um, this cloud mining operation called Hashflare. Ooh, Hashflare. I think we've had a couple of people. I want to say, I think Brecky was on and he was mentioned. I think he got pinched on, so. on, 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 on the flare. Yeah, I was so excited about it. It sounded great. You know, like, I don't know anything about mining, but these guys are going to do it for me. And uh, if I give them, I gave them two grand mm-hmm. and lost it all. So <laughs> I was. Uh, <laughs> I hate laughing, but it's yeah. funny. And, 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 and like, that was when that was maybe a few months after I first got in. And that hurt because I didn't have that much in at that point. Right. Now, were you like me? Were you kind of like, um, I, I, I wouldn't say I went full you know, full bore with my entire stack when I got in, but I put in a good chunk off the get-go. And the more excited I got, I mean, I got in where I was seeing profits very early on and at a rapid rate of return. Mm -hmm. Um, So I kept throwing money at it. Uh, and then and then February hit, and then you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I kept throwing money at it. And uh, turns yeah. out you can just keep throwing money at it, and the problem <laughs> just stays; it doesn't go away. Yeah, no, it's uh, definitely something you can lose a lot of money doing, uh, especially in that time frame too. That the early two thousand, like just after the top, it was just right oh, crazy. Yes. Yeah, and I looked at it like I'm sure a lot of people do that when something does pump or you you're gonna put fresh fiat in, you're like, it's well, I'm I'm not a gambler, but this is how a gambler thinks is if oh, yeah. you're almost losing money if you don't put more in. Right. You know, it's so true. Well, actually, we should I should probably touch on you mentioned Quadriga as your on ramp, um, you know, on and off of the Bitcoin train. Yeah. I actually just cashed in a little bit of BTC. Uh, from, you know, you know, again, I, I was joking earlier, but you know, we keep throwing money at it. Uh, eventually it does work out because I just kept buying BTC and right. you know, I was buying BTC at, you know, 36, 37, $3,800. Yeah. I remember a lot at that point. And, you know, I just cashed them out. You know, we were at 10, five and I utilize, and I had actually never, you know, being in Canada, we, we don't talk about this enough, um, but it's a little, it's not as easy for Canadians to go back into Canadian dollars. Absolutely. As, you know what I mean? As yep. opposed to Americans, you know, you can use Coinbase or whatever. You can go back and forth fairly, fairly easily. Yeah. Uh, for, at least from what I can see. Uh, yeah. So I actually never converted back. I remember, you know, I talked to my wife about it uh, pretty frequently. Um, and she's like, you know, you, you know, I'd show her my, you know, my Delta app or my Blockfolio app and say, hey, this is technically what we have. And she's like, really? She's like... Have you actually tried getting it back into Canadian yeah. dollars yet? And if like, no, 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 but I know how to. Um, so I actually uh, just recently used um, in Canada for, for any Canadian listeners, um, CoinSquare. Um, oh. They're the coin, you know, I kind of call them the coin base of Canada. They're pretty, you know, the fees are a little higher and this and that. But as far as, you know, converting stuff back to CAD and then getting it into your bank account at a pretty quick rate, it was, it was, you know, pretty good. I, w- I was happy overall. Um, okay, Coinsquare. I, yeah, Coinsquare. It's it's. I would say they have bill. You're. I. Uh, you should see billboards. Uh, if you ever get into downtown Toronto. Yeah. Uh, I've seen Coinsquare uh, billboards in that neck of the woods. So if you're like on, oh. if you're ever visiting Toronto on you know Lakeshore or uh, on the. Uh, on the uh, Gardener, I remember I've seen Coin Square billboards there before. So, it's, oh, okay. like I said, it's pretty. They're they're pretty established. Uh, I think I'd say it's the biggest one in Canada. I've heard of them and one called ShakePay. I have okay. Them. I, I don't want to throw shade at ShakePay. Yep. But I'm gonna throw a little shade at ShakePay. Go for it. I have because no somebody, an, uh, one of our fellow Canadian crypto Twitter people, had recommended that to me after Quadriga, oh. 
and I had used them to, you know, no problem buying, um, you know, buying uh, crypto. Um, and then one day I got an email saying that some, like my somebody had changed my password. Oh, on on this app, and I had reached out a couple of times, you know, saying, "Hey, you know, I got this email. Can you, you know, help me out?" And I never, I, I think I probably sent about three or four emails. And never got an answer back, so I've oh, kind of been off of Shake Pay. That's too bad. I haven't. Well, I've never really made enough money to get it off yet, so it's not a concern of mine. Yeah, like I didn't have any money on. Like I didn't have money on Shake Pay, yeah. but I don't know. And it, it could have been maybe a user on my end. Maybe the emails were going somewhere else, and right. I couldn't find them. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Well, here's Coin Square. Yeah, I'll check them out. Something else to think about with the Quadriga going down is that when it comes time for me, like let's say we have a giant alt season and I make a ton of money, right? And then I go to do taxes next year. Mm -hmm. I I don't I don't even have access to my my record with Quadriga on how much and at what price I bought my BTC at. So it never happened, is what you're telling me. Well, yeah, I just. Somebody, <laughs> it, now, how do you feel about that? We talk about the U.S. a lot. Um, how do you like? What are your impressions of tax law when it comes to cryptocurrency here in Canada? Well, I don't really have any clue, and I know uh, that I'm with you. I, I I don't either. It doesn't sound like a it's a topic of conversation. No, uh, I assume it's the mid '90s U.S. Army. Don't ask, don't tell. <laughs> yeah, is that yeah? Well, I think there's I think there's one question that that I'm waiting to hear about, and it's not an issue yet because no one no one's crypto millionaires. Um, but the thing is, if they're going to charge us taxes on each trade or just on and off, and I know that just this week, uh, France... Yes, I saw that. Yeah, which is great news. They came out with a ruling saying, as long as you can prove you how much you paid for some BTC, um, we're going to tax you on what you're cashing out at that point, which is great because... I mean, I move stuff around all the time. I'm trading bags and parts of bags. That would be just a nightmare to try to figure out... I know there's apps you can use, but I'm not using them. So, no uh, way. I mean, yeah. in my opinion, is if you do, you know, say you make you make a little bit of money enough that you feel guilty of not paying your taxes if if yeah. you didn't. Um, I think any effort, you know, put forth by the person, I think in the government's eyes, you know, if you've made an effort, I don't think they're going to dig into it all that much. So, if you're claiming something, I just don't see them digging into it more more so than that. I could be very wrong, though. I hope people from Canada Revenue are listening and take your advice. Yeah, this is Financial Advice Canada Revenue. <laughs> take it. Take it. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, you could also take uh, some cues from France. Uh, only is it Right, they were only taxing when they converted back to the uh, fiat currency, correct? Is that what we're saying? Yeah, so you had to prove that. And it's interesting because you could buy some, like who's to say which BTC you're cashing out? You know what I mean? If right. you bought it over time. And I, I always wanted to play the, you know, Play the oh I found this hard drive, um, <laughs> and it had BTC on it. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> right? I mean, yeah. I found an old computer and it had this Bitcoin thing. And yeah, uh, so what does that what does that mean? What how do you tax me on that one? Well, you might um, end up in a courtroom in Florida, you know. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Good point. Yeah. All right. So we're gonna move on here. I'm gonna play a new game since you're uh, our our altcoin. Uh, aficionado. Uh, I think that's I think that's what we're going to call you now, old coin aficionado. Okay. Um, <laughs> we're going to play a new game here called Chambers Bag or Bust. Ooh, love it! Isn't that exciting? Okay. So, um, I like to get feedback on uh, some of the bags that I have. So I'm gonna I'm gonna open up my Delta app here, and I'm gonna go through a couple of the bags I have, uh, and you tell me uh, whether. You know, this is a good bag or a bust bag. Okay. Uh, you know what I mean. And so, is, is is this something you would hold if if you were, uh, you know, if you were me, or this is something you would cut loose? All right, I'm ready. So I'm gonna, you know, we got Bitcoin, we got Ethereum, we got Monero. I won't actually. You know what? We'll start with Monero. How do you feel, Monero? I've been, I've been, you know, scaling into Monero as much as I could. I think that's a smart move. Do you agree with me? Yes, definitely. Definitely, I would keep Monero. E even oh. with the things, there, there's some question about uh, privacy coins. I know Britain just passed some some things about that. But yes, that's the granddaddy of them all. And if anybody's going to survive, it would be Monero. All right. I agree. All right. I'm very excited about this. Okay. Uh, next one, 
Um, <laughs> I'm going to say this is in, uh, <laughs> in position size, I guess <laughs> I'm going to be going by. So, uh, the sooner you hear the name, the bigger the position I have, I guess. Okay. <laughs> this one's tricky. This, I, I, I pull a lot of, uh, I, I kind of take some pages out of your book. Uh, this one's called, uh, reverse, uh, Rever- uh reserve rights, uh, RSR. Um, yeah. I, I have a fairly significant bag of this. Definitely a bag. That's a really good one. Yeah, it's a good one? Yeah, that's amazing. Yep. Okay, I, good. Yeah, I, that's the one I was talking about. Peter Thiel is the is uh, one of the big... Oh, inventors. that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right, yeah. yes. And so. that guy, if you haven't seen this documentary called uh, The PayPal Mafia... Yes, uh, I, think I haven't on, seen that. It's on YouTube. It's like a 30-minute uh, documentary. They talk about how uh, Peter Thiel and Elon Musk, all these guys that started um, PayPal, went on to do great things like... Uh, right. Tesla, SpaceX, um, all kinds like Uber, all kinds of big internet companies. And Peter Thiel is, is like, so when he started, he didn't start Reserve, but when he got involved in it, people uh, perked up their ears and went like, wow, like apparently half of Silicon Valley is buying this now. So All right. Yeah. Oh, geez. Now I'm excited. So yeah, I think by, yeah, by volume, that's my fourth biggest bag. So I'm excited okay. about this. So, all right. We might have to do some taxes in the future. Uh, <laughs> All right. Um, next one here. I've, I think I'm crazy for this one, uh, but you tell me. Uh, Pundi X NPXS. Mm-hmm. What do you think um, about this? <laughs> well, uh, you know, I, I picked it up at on the cheap though. I picked it up at five sats. Okay, so yeah, I was in Pundi X for about a year, and then I got out, and I go back and forth between this one. Um, it's bottomed out so much, so much, so much that it's one of those ones like, um, MFT is up there with them too. That it's, we'll get there. I've got MFT. On okay. the list <laughs> it's, it's so low that, um, I, what all I can say is that I got rid of mine. I would consider getting rid of it. Okay. All right. So maybe uh, wait till it gets to six. If it maybe rebounds to six and take a little bit of a profit and see if I can get out with my, uh, yeah, with my like tail I, between my legs. I wouldn't do it now. And they, they, they may pump like, you never know. Uh, people might come in and go, wow, look at this one. It's so undervalued and get it. But, uh, I do know they had a lot of hype about their phone. They were releasing like the first blockchain phone or something. Right. And now there's at least three or four companies that are making blockchain phones. So, right. I actually yeah. think I bought this bag to apologize to, um, shill Nye for right. picking on them or for laughing too much. I remember, the... yeah, Nye was really into it uh, last year. I yes, that. he was. I, I That was my peace offering, and he never, I think he still blocked me. <laughs> <laughs> he blocked like, you, eh? Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. I, you know what? It's not my fault. I just laughed a little too hard at some of the, uh, are you are you uh, familiar with, like, uh, you know, Crypto Fungus and his memory? Yep. So he was, uh, when he was really, he was digging into Nye a little bit. Um, he's very nice about it now, uh, but I, I thought some of that stuff was hilarious. Yeah. Did you ever see the one that got me was the video um, that was kind of highlighted together about all of the I, I don't know what I don't know what to call them multi level marketing or yep. some sort of compilation of videos that he had put together. <laughs> I saw and that. Yeah. It was devastating. I could not stop laughing. I thought that was the funniest thing. And I mean, don't get me wrong. Uh, I have a ton of embarrassing stuff in my background. I just don't think much of it is on film or, you know, on, on video. So yeah. Thank, I know. Thank he's goodness. A, he's like, he's a divisive uh, character. I'm friends with him, but he, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. Don't get me wrong. It's just, uh, you know, it, I mean, funny it, is funny to me. <laughs> it's, it was so cringeworthy. And to have, I, Felt bad for him to have that caught on tape. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Uh, that's tough. That's yeah. a tough one. Yes, I'm a big fan. I again, I just uh, you know, funny is funny. I would laugh if that was me too. So yes, um, <laughs> I try to be equal opportunity laugher. Okay, <laughs> next we're gonna do a couple more here um, because this is gonna be a really sad <laughs> trip down memory lane here. <laughs> I have, um, and they were actually on the show. I think I picked up a bag. Af- either I think it was just before they came on. Um, this is Celsius Network, uh, uh, CEL. Yeah. Um, they are a uh, crypto lending and crypto. I guess. Uh, I guess they, they pay you back in crypto if you hold, you know, uh, BTC on their app and stuff like that. Yeah. Very similar to like BlockFi. You f- are you familiar with these guys? Yeah, I am familiar with them. I don't have them. Uh, I'm going to go uh, neutral on that one because okay, fair enough. 
Now, I think they're one of the Binance IEOs. If I'm no, not mistaken. Oh, I'm thinking of CELR. You are thinking of CELR. Okay, that's, okay. I th- I, when I would look for the cash tag, I would get that one confused all the okay. time. That, well, the only thing I would say about uh, Celsius is that they do have competition off the top yes. of my head. There's Nexo, and at least uh, I believe Salt was into lending, and I'm not sure. sure. Um, I think that that's going to require mass adoption at a later point, maybe? Right. No, that makes sense. So if you're willing to hang on to it after a bull run or something, it could do really well. All right. Uh, okay. I'm, I'll hang. I, I'm still in the green on it. So, you know, so far, so good. Good, good. <laughs> um, what I've, about, I have a fairly big uh, bag of Storm. Uh, how do you feel about Storm? That's one of those ones where, you know, it had its cycle... I yep. think there's a lot of good fundamental behind it, good team behind it. I yep. think our friend Mike Novogratz is on that one as well, maybe. Yep. Um, what do you think? I don't have that one. Um, I do know that I think you're right. It's got great fundamentals and a really good team. I can't go wrong with Novogratz. I have seen some people on Twitter that claim it's dead, but you can't put too much stock into that, so I would keep it. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Um, here's one for you. Uh, what about, uh, kind of in the same vein, uh, what about Komodo, KMD? Mm-hmm. Oh, I love them. Uh, I would, that's definitely a great bag. Yeah. Uh, they have, I, I love their tech. They should be a really good, good platform. Um, they should do really well. I know that they were, they had a bit of a slump. Uh, I want to say like earlier this year, people were really excited about them. And then they, they were supposed to come up with a new logo and up, upgrade some, some tech and it didn't happen, but then it did. So um, I don't have any right now, but I had Komodo for most of last year and I really like them. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Here's one that I really liked. And then all of a sudden I blinked and it took a bath on me. Um, LTO network, uh, LTO. Yeah, I know them. Um, I, I would definitely keep them. Yeah. They're, they're in the same vein as another one called Lit, L-I-T, or Lightian. Um, they're both from Europe, and they both... The thing I like about LTO is that they have such a small supply. So even if you're... Uh, like, that would have a better chance than something with like, maybe even Storm. I forget what the number is, but it is, it's so small. I think it's south of 100 million that... Um, they sh- they should do well. Okay. Yeah. And All they right. changed they changed their uh, their logo too. I know it's uh, not very important, but uh, I like the new logo. Logo chains can can help occasionally. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, let's do. Actually, I think that does it. Um, do you want to talk about? I have a bag of ledger or a, a ledger of one ledger uh, OLT. Yep. Uh, it's up thirty seven percent today. Um, it did just very off. well. Yeah. So that one's. We talked about it a little bit. Um, did you know those guys are from Toronto? I did not know that. Yes, sir. They have um, a big, have a pretty big office uh, down by the Roy Thompson Hall. Okay, I know where you are. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's in the, the new uh, the new city hall building. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I did not know that. They, yeah, those guys. I initially took a pass on them because I looked at, I was doing some research on them, and I saw that they had like thirty people working for them. And uh, I think that's good sometimes that, you know, you have, it's not just two guys, they have 30. Mm-hmm. But then I was thinking it could be like they have this giant stack of cash that they raised and they could get sloppy. Like they've got this really nice looking office and are they, are they mailing it in or are they working hard? Right. That's a good so, question. Maybe yeah. we'll get them on the show. Because yeah. I know we, ha- um, we had another, there was another company down the road from Toronto. I think they were in Waterloo. Uh, they were an STO, and I can't think of the name now. Okay. A, a big one. Um, Waterloo, I don't know. Yeah, I think I think they were kind of based out of the University of Waterloo. I think that's what they came out of. Uh, I just found one out today called uh, AdBank. I looked at uh, doing some research into them. They're, they say they're from Collingwood. Oh, really? Yeah, which is in Ontario for people who don't know. But Yeah. It's like a beach community, though. I don't, I don't trust anybody. I live at the beach all the time. Yeah, it'd be like saying you have a company that's headquartered in Martha's Vineyard. Only right, that. exactly. That yeah. <laughs> yeah, that might. Uh, yeah, well, we'll see. All right, um, I I like that. I feel I feel a little bit better about my bags. Um, I feel 
I feel like I might have to cut Pundi X loose. <laughs> I've been saying this for a bit now, so I've, I've been feeling it internally. So I'm, you're just really just reinforcing some of my some of my emotions. Yeah. Um, we are. I think the, I think we're running. We're right at the, the 52 minute mark here. Okay. I feel like that's a pretty good first show for Kyle. Uh, Kyle, how do you feel, man? I love it. I felt like I was. Uh... Uh, Al Pacino in Casino, where I was like handicapping sports figures, you know, like this, I, <laughs> this, this guy's got a broken calf. He's never going to go anywhere, you know. So um, just for, for everybody listening, uh, what we're thinking of doing is actually having Kyle on uh, intermittently. He's a busy guy. Uh, he's got, you know, he's got real life work he's doing. Uh, but I think what we might have him on uh, as our... Uh, what did I call you earlier? Our, our, our altcoin aficionado. That's the one, that. our altcoin aficionado. Um, so we'll have them on uh, periodically. I know as we get into bull markets, uh, I know people are going to want to talk about different altcoins and stuff like that. So I think it's a smart move. Uh, you shouldn't be listening to me. Maybe you shouldn't be listening to Kyle, but you should definitely be listening to Kyle a little bit more than you should be listening to me. Uh, and we all know Bunch doesn't know anything about altcoins. So I thought it'd be a good idea to have some sort of, uh, yeah, some sort of aficionado when it came to these things. Um, so as uh, as the markets come up, maybe you can help us with our uh, with our wrecked index, which is uh, could use a little sprucing up, um, and and maybe just give us your thoughts and uh, and and maybe some of your sneaky picks. Maybe we'll have a uh, you know a monthly pick or something from from Kyle uh, and see where it goes, and we'll 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 rate his uh, his track record. I love it. I'm, you know, I'm a huge fan of the show. As you guys know, I've always listened to you guys since day one, and uh, this is amazing. I'm loving it. Yeah, you've definitely been one of our biggest, uh, if not the biggest, uh, you know, fan supporter of the show. Um, so I was a big. As soon as we chatted the other day on the phone, I was just like, "Yeah, Kyle's Kyle's solid." Uh, so I was right very on. excited to talk to you on air. And uh, yeah, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be great. I think, I think people are going to be clamoring for Kyle's picks in the, in the not too distant future. So anyhow, is there anything, I'll give you the floor, Kyle. Is there anything you want to add? Is it, where can we find you? Uh, all that fun stuff. Uh, no, I have nothing to add. Just, you can find me on Twitter. Um, that's all you need to know. Kyle McLean X. Uh, I'm not involved in too many other things right now. I have nothing. And you're not, uh, you're not uh, related, right? To, you know, the big McLean? Uh, no, I'm not. No. Okay. All right. yeah. <laughs> you were actually telling me that people uh, mess up your name all the time. Uh, yeah. I, I, I found that one strange. I think maybe a Canadian thing. McLean seems like a regular last name. Uh, but you I get, would uh, think it's fairly common, but people here call we are. me McLean or something. You know. Yeah. I mean, did they not watch Die Hard? Come on. Yeah. Um, McLean. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyways... For uh, Kyle McLean and myself, Chamber, until next time, don't get wrecked, and that is financial advice.